do 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 cue intro music welcome back to sorry we're open i'm Lindsay and i'm jess and here we are Welcome back to Sorry We're Open. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. And here we are, another week. Another day, another dollar, as the saying goes. Except we're not getting paid for this. (laughs) Absolutely not. This is a passion project. Right. I mean, if someone wanted to, like, sponsor us, I would do ads for sure. Oh, man. I think we'd be kind of good at ads. I think we'd be great at ads. We could find products we actually, like, use instead of just, like, making things you know, pretending you really love a product. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. Okay. Maybe we should just start doing it for like a product that we both love and then maybe they'll sponsor us. Honestly, I really like scrunchies. So if a scrunchie brand wants to sponsor me, I'll wear your scrunchies probably. Well, I don't wear scrunchies. So, okay. But I also really want to be sponsored by one of those brands where you're like, your people clothes matches your dog's bandana. You know those? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that would be a good sponsorship deal for me what, what would so your too. ideal sponsorship deal be um i'd have to say the queer community i would just love all of them to all the all gays them. all the to gays sponsor. to sponsor me okay yeah well, i'll reach out to them on their hotline i got an, an, an instagram ad one time and it was like are you gay like looking for models and i was like is this directed at me are you are you being targeted I think I'm being. I think that's a targeted ad. If yeah, I've ever sees one, that sounds like that. I don't do marketing. We'd have to ask Lizzie about this marketing ploy they're using. But it, it sounds like that's what they're doing. Oh, way to drop her name in again. That's awesome. She's gonna Our, get a lot of love this season. I know everyone can follow Lizzie on Instagram. I don't know her Instagram off the top of my head, but Lizzie, our social media manager, <laughs> our superstar. Yeah. So we're back with another another episode. We're. We're diving into a more a lighter topic. I don't know. It could get not so light. I was going to say it could get serious. Like, you know, know. deep-seated abandonment issues could come up. I don't know. Yeah, just a little bit of deep-seated abandonment on this lovely evening. <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah, so, <laughs> so our Someone's, topic. I was going to oh. say, so yeah, you read my mind just beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that's her reversing but totally gonna keep this in so we're talking about dating post-grad in a pandemic which is just a really complicated place to be in as a single person right it's very nuanced because dating is difficult to begin with dating post-grad living in a city where you don't know that many people and you have to go out and meet new people and then also dating in a freaking pandemic where you suggest to like go on a walk with someone like it's the freaking 1800s and you're like let's go gallivanting like it's hard like it's bridgerton yeah is it bridgerton yeah what what do they call those a stroll what do they don't they call them they definitely call them something and of course we're not gonna remember but yes (laughs) also this is a plug shonda rhymes sponsor me if you have not watched bridgerton (laughs) incredible arguably the best show i watched during pandemic that's such a hot take well 
it's a you? great show. It's a fantastic show. I just what was I the best that... show you watched during quarantine? Mm. Okay, well, I'm, I clearly cannot think of one now. But my point exactly. I rewatched Grey's Anatomy for a third time. Shit's Creek. So. Shit's Creek. Okay, but like very beginning quarantine. Yeah, I feel like Shit's Creek was like Tiger King days. It was, except miles above Tiger King. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, bringing it back. So, so I feel like. Dating post-grad is stressful to begin with because I don't know how everybody else's family works, but essentially it's a pretty big deal on my dad's side of the family to bring home someone for family Christmas every year. And I still have not brought anyone home for family Christmas. And my grandma's, all my cousins have a lot. I'm the youngest of 13. Oh, I'm the second youngest of 13. My sister's number 13. I'm number 12. And my grandma asks me if I have a boyfriend every time we talk on the phone so essentially there's already that pressure because now I'm like I'm 23 and I'm wrinkling and I need someone to marry me oh my god you're not wrinkling and you don't this is not. no I am wrinkling okay my dad's fiance (laughs) talked to me all about my skincare and wrinkling and now I'm stressed about it so I do a five-step skincare routine twice a day I know and your skin looks fabulous it doesn't look wrinkly at all yes but what if it's but Lindsay did you know that 80 percent of wrinkles comes from screen light and i stare at a screen all day oh yikes yes so wrinkling so you see (laughs) grandma keeps asking me when i'm bringing someone home for family christmas and i keep being like well i'd have to you know have a boyfriend to do so so there's that pressure because a lot of my cousins got married younger had families younger and i'm 24 23 not 24 oh my god back it up so i'm 23 and i'm like husband boyfriend who's that don't know him Jess, I know there's that pressure, but I thought you didn't even want to get married and have kids until after you finish your PhD. So true. Right. So I guess we, we will have to come back to that topic at some point, plans in life. But I guess given your plan, how do you plan to find this dud and then this husband like do you have like like okay any plans in that aspect so I try I'm trying to be less rigid in life which Mm -hmm. works sometimes and doesn't work other times I think so I didn't date anyone in high school or in college for a variety of both environmental reasons (laughs) personal reasons um despite me on a podcast i'm kind of a closed off person in certain ways i I think Lindsay could probably attest to and i've had some unfortunate circumstances that have made me particularly closed off um Mm. to dating i'll just leave that one yeah i think it's best to leave that one so i didn't and i've always been surrounded by people who have had really successful relationships most of my like home friends um like best friends from high school and I've had really great friends have successful relationships in college I just didn't have one so coming into post-grad I was like I need to like figure it out and if anyone knows me I like like I was always the person to bring a friend to date party like that was just me in college like they'd beg and beg and beg but I just brought a friend because it made me more at ease or I was a president so I was sober and miserable so there was that so (laughs) But in post-grad, I was like, okay, I got to at least try to put myself out there. So in August, I built up the courage to go on a date via Hinge. And, like, I could go on for hours. Like, 
about how much I despise online dating. But I was like, okay, like, we got to break out of this cycle of, like, me never being able to be, like, vulnerable enough to, like, put myself out there with somebody, even if I knew there was probably nothing going to happen. I just had to, like, practice, you know? And so – Right. And in in August, I don't know where my – it was August, I think. Or, no, it was September. Yeah, Whatever it was. I think it was, like, the end of September. I only told one person I was going on this date, um, and it was um, my friend Allie, who lives in Philly as well, because I wanted to make sure I didn't get kidnapped. <laughs> I was like, I need someone to know my whereabouts. I know we're laughing, but that is such a real fear. Like, no, seriously, because I was like, I can't have no one know. Like, someone has to know I'm going on the date so that if I don't appear, someone knows where to, like, find the receipts, you know? Right, right. No, exactly. Like, it's a very real and rational thing to do. And also, like, what's very different from dating post-grad versus dating in college is, like, in college, I feel like there's, like, a finite amount of places I could be. Like, right. if, if you couldn't find me, there's, like, five places I could be. It was, like, our sorority house, like, my, like, where I lived senior year, a fraternity house. Like, there's only right. so many places I could go. Right. And also, just date-wise, like, there's a chance that somebody you knew knew the person that you were going on a date exactly. with. Exactly. Like, there's – I don't – I think in college, like, everyone's at least, like – you at least have two lines of something connect, two connections to every person. Yes, two degrees of connection. Yes, thank you. <laughs> two degree, like you have two degrees of separation from everyone. Yes, or yes. Like that. So, but in post grad, I'm meeting like a stranger, like a pure a hundred percent stranger, and that was like I was like, and the reason I didn't tell anyone, everyone's like, why didn't you tell anyone, you fucking weirdo? It was because I was afraid I was going to psych myself out. That if I told anyone, they were going to either hype me up and, like, which was going to have the opposite intention because then I was going to start thinking about it. I actually was, like, in complete denial I was going on the date till I was, like, literally walking there. I just pretended it wasn't happening because I told nobody, so no one asked me about it. And I sent my outfit to someone and, like, I think I sent it to Maggie. And I, like, told her I was, like, g- like, I t- completely made something up about why I was, like, uh, you dirty on a liar. skirt. Like, <laughs> and so I remember going and going, like, I had this moment where I – so obviously I drank a glass of wine before I went, obviously. Naturally. Uh, or two. And I, <laughs> I went and I had this sudden fear. I was like, how am I going to find this boy wearing a mask? Like on my way there, I was like – Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was like, huh? I only know his photo from Hinge. And and we had had pretty average conversations. Oh, God. Oh, now I'm thinking about it. I can't give too many details because what if he hears the podcast and knows I'm talking about him? I hope he hears the podcast. I hope he hears this whole story. He was so nice. <laughs> She's covering her bases now. So if you're listening to You were to really this- nice. I'm not going to say your name, but you were really nice. Anywho, let me back up. So essentially, I, I do find him. And so we went for margaritas, like – you know, Tacos and Marks. And I actually wanted both my dates to Tacos and Marks, so it's fine because both of them will think it's them. One of you was fine. The other one was not so fine. Anywho, so essentially we arrive, and I have had two glasses of wine, which is an extremely important note. And obviously we're in a pandemic, so it's not like I drink a lot. Well, I mean, not really, kind of. I don't know. So I'm obviously really nervous, and and it's hot, so I'm, like, kind of sweating, which I just – and I'm so I'm, like, hot and sweating and, like, 
and I'm like freaking like, oh God, why did I do this? And why didn't I tell anyone? And like, what if I get kidnapped by this man? And like, so it turns out he, it's, is it mean to say he was boring? Is that no, mean? no. Okay, so he was boring. There, there's nothing, like he was, he was, he was nice and he was just boring. And I don't know if it's just like, I've lived a lot of like fun experience, like a lot of experiences, but like I have. And so I, I want. You're so worldly. You know, hair flip. But I just want someone who, like, also was kind of worldly. That's a nice compliment, Lynn. Um, but so essentially, he was kind of boring. And then, oh god. And then, so he ordered a. So after the first margarita, which was strong, if anyone ever visits me, we can go here, and it's a time and a half. I <laughs> the other time I went to this place, I frauded my credit card. <laughs> I got really drunk at happy hour and thought I had frauded my credit card. It was actually my internet bill. That's all. I'll see myself out. Anywho, so. She literally canceled her credit card. And in the restaurant. Her- yeah, yeah, in the restaurant. Like, and then what? You spend the whole next day trying to like get and a I had credit to, card? Like I literally called them from the bathroom being like, my credit card is frauded. My credit card <laughs> is frauded. He was like, okay, we'll freeze it. We'll figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. Next morning I check and it was my Comcast bill, which is Comcast owns Xfinity, which is my internet. So I had to call back tail between my legs. It was horrible. But essentially, I hope that makes you know how these marks are. <laughs> so he orders a second round without asking if I want a second round, which I was like, yeah. Oh, I would have been like, that's a good sign. I know you had two glasses of wine beforehand, but I would have been like. So it, it would have been, in, in, been great if I had not had those two glasses of wine. So, but, then, but then the horrible moment happened. So there's no way to scream on Hinge, which... You can do on Bumble, but I don't know how successful it is. But you you can't screen for um, political ideology or, you know, opinions on social issues. And I, I kind of wish you could sometimes. Can't you? Don't they have unhinged at the bottom? So they do, but some people don't put it. Oh, like, I don't yeah. put it. Like, I feel like you could probably figure it out from speaking to me for five minutes. Or f- don't you have a picture at the Women's March? So I did for a while. I I think that one. But yes, I did have a picture at the Women's March. So that would tell you everything you need to know. Anywho. So then he makes some extremely choice comments about the state of our world and a Mm. few political issues that really grind my gears. And that was that for that date. I feel like those are not first date topics. Yes, typically not. But it was like very in the height of like, the big so September it was like things were like really heating up before the election and I don't even really know how it came up I well I (laughs) but I essentially like I just shut that shit down real quick I was right no I I guess actually maybe in a sense it is a first date thing because I don't know if maybe you need to know their political ideologies before it goes too far like Maybe things go gray on the first date, and then the second date, you find out that they have terrible morals. Then, like, what? Well, the, I mean, that's my. What question. are you gonna do? <laughs> this, my sister and I ponder this question all the time, like specifically to do with religion. So, like, I grew up not like not religious at all, and I'm like so for like if people want to like believe in a religion and follow one, like power to you. But I didn't grow up religious, so my sister and I always say that like, what if I'm like in love with someone who's like extremely like 
extremely religious, which who knows? They probably wouldn't fall in love with me because I'm not, but you know, maybe. And my sister always says, so in order to get married, I believe it's in a Catholic church, but I could be incorrect, that you have to be baptized. And neither my sister and I are baptized. And so we always say, would you get baptized to get married in a Catholic church? <laughs> so would we, you? <laughs> so it depends on the day. Um, usually I say no because I really want to get married outside. Like I want my ceremony to be outside, but maybe for the right person. Because my mom always says never say never. But it's a similar thought. Like, could never I marry? Never say never. Sorry, that was a little bit delayed, but I had to sing that Justin Bieber song. I, mean, I loved it. Anyway. Um, like, could I could I really seriously date someone who I had opposing political beliefs with? And I'm not really sure. I don't think so. I don't I I don't think so either. Um, but that's not to say that I'm not open to it, but I don't I don't see it going anywhere. I mean, like, I think that we could spend a whole another episode talking about political ideologies and like get into them obviously we kind of did a an episode last season like that but yeah I don't know if we need to unpack that right now I don't think we do (laughs) but essentially that date ended because my favorite moment of that whole day was I get in the uber to go I call myself the uber after the questionable comments started occurring I was like I gotta get out of here this is not going anywhere so I call the uber I do a little song and dance to get in the uber get in the uber and my Uber driver is like, oh, like, how's your night? I was like, good. I went on a date. And he was like, oh, like, how was it? And I was like, it was good. And he was like, well, clearly not good enough because he's not in this Uber. And I was like, oh, slow clap, slow clap. You're right. You're right. Clearly not good enough. But I mean, even the Uber driver knows. The Uber driver didn't know. But essentially, I kind of hate Hinge. Well, I think it's unfortunate because right now, because we're in a pandemic, there's no natural ways to meet people. Like no, like you can't go out to a bar. You can't like randomly bump into anyone. Like maybe you could have like a mutual friend kind of set you up, but again, it's like you'd have to meet up outside. But they would have to know people. Like oh, I feel like all the people I know in the city already know each other. Like we're not we're not gonna date in our very small pod. Like right, that's true. Uh, maybe like, like someone's coworker, but I'm like, like, do I know my coworkers well enough for them to set me up on a date? Like, probably not. They've only seen me at work. Like, right. But also, they've only seen you for the most part on Zoom. On well, literally, like, and, so, and I like always say, like, I've always said this, like, not even just in dating. I think I come off way different and worse on paper than I do in real life. Like, I I look through my Hinge profile. I'm like. I wouldn't date me on my Hinge profile. Stop. I would date you on your Hinge profile. You're kind. But I just, like, look at it and I'm like, I just don't think it translates my per- – like, I think, like, I'm one of those people who, like – like, I just think my personality is way better than – like, my inside is way better than my outside. Does that make sense? Like, and so I feel like I'm the kind of person who you have to get to know me. Like, you're never going to, like – you're never gonna look at me on the street and be like, "Yep, that's it." Like, there's some people who are like true. that. True, I don't think that's true. First of all, and second of all, I guess yes, you have a very bubbly and talkative personality that is very hard to translate on page. But I think that like, that's it. But you could make that come across in like your prompts or you know. Yeah, but I try. But it's like also like you can't say too many words, and you have to try to make it witty. And I'm just like, I just want to like let's just get a drink and then we can talk and then like. I don't know. That should be the only thing on your profile then. 
let's just get a drink. I don't want to do this. Because I just think it's so hard because I don't know. I'm bo- I've been told I'm picky. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, which is probably uh, true, extremely true. But I just I'm just one of those people like I don't want to waste my time. No, I know, and I agree, which is why maybe you should talk about your political views on the first day and just kick them to the curb after two hours, you know? Well, if, I just, if they make it's it not that I want to, like, judge someone based off of Well, it. you know, sometimes I do. <laughs> I just, it's really hard for me because I, it gets discouraging because, like, I'm on hinge and, like, I'm either being liked by boys that are not at all what I'm interested in, even a little bit. Like, I don't know what it is with larger bearded men think with fish with fish don't forget the thinking fish. that i am for them newsflash if you have a fish in your profile i fucking hate you like honestly delete it i don't know no one wants to see a picture of no. you and a fish i'm gonna and be honest i have a serious question to the men out there like if you were a man listening to our show which there's like 23 percent of you so hey can you please explain to me why none of you understand the concept that like Stop putting selfies in your profile. Do you not have people to take pictures of you? Do you not have five pictures of yourself? Well, there's this whole thing about toxic masculinity that, like, when boys, you know, they go out, they're dressed up, they, like, gelled up their hair, you know, like, put on their best outfit, favorite pair of underwear, and they go out and they're feeling themselves, but, like, they don't feel comfortable enough to ask their boys for like a solo shot like hey like can you take a picture of me like i look good right now and and i just i like read that somewhere and by i read that somewhere Wait, now I, mean, I, I saw a tiktok it, i sent you that tiktok i sent you that you TikTok did and you was did. like we should talk about this on the podcast well because yes. well, for real i'm like i'm like you could be a good looking guy but i wouldn't know because it's a weird selfie in your bed with half your face smushed on your pillow and i'm like Right. So, uh, like, again, we could go back to our toxic masculinity episode, but, like, boys, get your get your homies to, like, take cute pictures of you. Yeah, because it's so much easier when I can, like, see your face. Yeah. We don't have to get which boy you are in a dark frat basement. It's really right. awful. And, like, <laughs> oh, God, and, like, the group photos is, like, the f- all your pictures. Like, that like, helps How am no I supposed one. to know which one are you? Oh, my God. I think I found my husband. I'm, I'm sorry. looking for someone to steal my hoodies and drunk eat shredded cheese out of the bag with me at 3 a.m. <gasps> That's him. That's Are you on Hinge right now, Jessica? He just opened it up. <laughs> he geeks out on Lovecut Island, UK. So do, so do you. And, so do I. And Pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Correct. Oh, Wait, he's are we getting one. married right now? You need to come up with a witty response. Wait, can you help me? Sorry, I really I know we're recording right now. Like, what do I want? Oh, my God. Look at his cute dog. Oh, his dog is adorable. Okay, wait. I, I focus. Just pull it together. Pull it together. We're recording the fucking podcast. We will. We will think of a witty response later. Yeah, I made we'll Lindsay. We'll keep everyone posted on the witty response. I made Lindsay text date number two boy. There was nothing wrong with him. He was fine. But the date was nothing memorable. I didn't get drunk and I didn't. He wasn't a Trump supporter. So it was nothing to report. But Lindsay had to text him for like a full evening. Oh, yeah, like a full evening and then like the next morning. And then I took the training wheels off and I was like, Jessica, your turn. And then she was like, what do I say? I was like, just because you hold the phone and are typing it doesn't mean that I'm still going to be the one texting this boy. Yeah, so clearly if anyone could tell, I'm not that good at the date. 
same thing. But I'm but but you got better at it. You like texted him. You had full conversations. You had conversations with different boys. Like I was so proud of you. Thank you. Personal like my girl. little my little protege. Yeah, but how, you have been on dates too. I have. Are, are you going to talk about them? Oh. I just bared my soul to the podcast. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, Lindsay, Lindsay has. Lindsay has a, a kind of a same but different experience on Hinge because I feel like you have a lot more. Well, I actually don't know how your settings are set. Go ahead. My settings on Hinge are set to only women. I've decided to give up on date, like actively looking to date men. If a man okay. comes my way and, you know, God says, I, whoever says, you know what, Lindsay, maybe maybe you should check out this boy. Then then I will. But there's no reason for me to actively go seek out men because why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all you straight women out there. That's terrible. I'm really sorry that you're into men. Um, <laughs> all our male listeners, you're not in that category. Well, no. <laughs> Actually, some of you might be. I really don't know who listens. I wish we could tell, but yeah. anyway, anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, no, mine's set on all women, so it's interesting to see the different types of women. How are their profiles? I'm sure they're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Like every woman I see, I'm like beautiful, hot, sexy, beautiful, gorgeous. You like all of them. No fish pics. Have you seen any fish pics? I have not seen a single fish pic. Thank God. So none. Um, I see a lot of cat pictures. That's, that's a big one. I don't really fuck with cats. No, I know, but like, it's a lesbian thing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to get a cat? I like really have thought about it, but I'm way too allergic to cats. No, I'm really allergic. Thank you. Please don't yeah. get one. Cause then every okay. time I visit you, I have to take like four Benadryl. It's not fun. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. No problem. No, no so cats. I don't get a cat, but I see a lot of pictures of plants too. People are like, just have pictures of plants on their profile. I'm like, that's a good plant collection. I yeah. would date you based on that's your plant of- collection. Well, I killed a cactus recently, and I didn't know you could kill a cactus, so. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Jess is not cut out to be a lesbian. Nope. No lesbian for me, I guess. Yeah, so it's been interesting. You know, the conversations have been good. I haven't – I ha- honestly haven't used it in a while. I think – right now it's a lot of effort for me to be like actively trying to date someone and like get to know them that's why I feel like online dating is so difficult because I feel like you need to tell them your whole life story over again and but you need to tell it to every new person that you talk to no I completely agree and also like right now I'm kind of exhausting so exhausting I'm also in this space where I'm like so I was trying to I had this goal to go on one date a month because that felt really achievable but then corona got worse and I stopped feeling really comfortable meeting a stranger, even if it was outside. Like, it's something about, like, I have no idea where they've been. I live with two people. So, like, I'm not doing it right now. I hope in the future I get my – I will I will be – when this comes out, I will be fully vaccinated. And hey. um, thank you. Thank you, work. <laughs> and so I want in the future to – like, I hope in the future I could start that up because it's, like, a good goal or whatever. But – I just am in this space right now where I'm like, I don't know if I'm really comfortable seeing a, like a stranger. No. And I agree with you. Um, and I like, honestly, haven't gone on any dates with a stranger per se, because actually I reconnected with someone who I um, used to know. Of- She's totally going to listen to this. I- <laughs> She's definitely going to listen to this. 
I feel like strongly I'm definitely gonna listen to this. Well, I reconnected with her. Um, we had played soccer together when we were 10 years old. So like thir- literally 13 years ago. And I found her on Tinder. I was like, that's hysterical. So we ended up meeting up and we had a great time. It was several hours long. We discussed Taylor Swift. We had sushi and margaritas. It was lovely. Oh, um, combo. Yeah. Interesting combo, but like great. It was key. I brought the sushi. She brought them to go margaritas. It was a fabulous team effort. Um, but it's so, it was, <laughs> when we said bye, it was so awkward because like, <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> because like we went to hug, but like you can't because coronavirus, because like we were sitting, you know, on a picnic blanket, like six feet, almost six feet apart, like outside. And we went to go say bye and we like didn't hug like we couldn't kiss goodbye like it was just wildly uncomfortable like I almost like high-fived her because I was like I don't know what to do (laughs) um and then we followed each other the whole way home because we live like 10 minutes from each other so it was just (laughs) no no, 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 his no. Face. no, literally, it's like exactly what happened. She texted me when I got home. She's like, do you drive like a silver car? And I was like, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's me. Yeah, we followed each other home the whole time. So we don't love that. <laughs> no heart. No, it's great. But like, like I said, I haven't really been on a date with a stranger. Like I knew that person for mm-hmm. a while, actually. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that, I mean, it's definitely like going on a date with a stranger is like a weird like, I always get stuck in – on my second date, I was like, well, I can't – I mean, I get this theoretically. You can go the same as the last one. But I was like, you know, and he was a lot more, like, interesting, like, had a lot of cool things to say and, like, um, had, like – he had hobbies, which the first one did not. How was school? Um, hobbies. The bar is set so – to date Jess, you must have hobbies. Just, like, one. Or at least something you like. Like, I feel like, bo- like boys, you know, do you, I was, I was talking to Nick about his hobbies the other day. I was like, what are your hobbies? And he was like, I don't really have a hobby. I was like, you must have a hobby. He's kidding. He has hobbies. Well, tennis is his current hobby. Okay. I think like he's a good hobby. It's, yeah. It, yeah. Nick, we love your hobbies. Lindsay's we do. just being hard on you. <laughs> we love your hobbies. Um, I do. Tennis is fun. I'll play tennis with you, Nick. My mom and dad both play tennis. You guys could do like a doubles versus my divorced parents. <laughs> Yeah, so I just think it's like it's a very vulnerable position to be in. And as someone who was like not doing so hot at being vulnerable for the last like eight months, mm. it was this weird situation where I was like, what? I think like when you've had like whether you've had shit happen to you or not, it's really sometimes hard to like put yourself out there with someone because a lot of times I think on dating apps, at least for myself, it's like this weird mixture of like fear of rejection but also like kind of liking the attention you get on a dating app because like it feels good to have someone like your picture but at the same time like oh absolutely at the same time I'm like well if they don't like like me back or like if the conversation's weird like I think there's also that like weird fear that like it's like the fear of rejection sometimes overwhelms me and so like I think I just get in this weird space where like I'm like trying to find the line like I always say it's like I feel like I need to give someone a reason to want to be interested in me 
Well, my, <laughs> I feel like that's, I get what you're saying, but like you're interesting and people will be interested in you like without having to give them, I guess, an explicit reason, like write it on your forehead, like date me because, or be interested in me because X, Y, Z. So like, I hear you. But I don't feel that. No, I know. I'm, like, I'm just saying it. Obviously, it's easier said than done. But Well, I just think it's, like, some of those – like, I always – the podcast comes up a lot in, like, like beginning conversations on dating apps when, like, it's, like, what's one fun, really fun thing you did? Or, like, what do you, like, really – blah, blah, blah. I, like, talk about that I produced a podcast in college and I haven't mentioned anyone that's coming back, you know, can't have my potential suitors. Well, oh, my God. Should we tell the story about what happened over the summer? So. I don't recall specifically. Oh, you're story, gonna die. I, you're okay. gonna die. All right, I'm you're ready. Gonna remember. So okay. over the summer I was really on hinge a lot and I was away with my family and I was on hinge and I was drinking wine or whatever and I matched with this guy. And he likes the picture on my hinge that's of me with like this bacon donut or whatever. And he's like really funny. And I'm like, oh my God, like he's really funny. This is the first like good conversation I've had on hinge. So we're talking and he's telling me like all these really nice things about like he's like He's coming off, like, pretty woke about how, like, he wishes his, like, um, work culture was more inclusive and, like, he thinks, like, they could do a better job with, like, diversity stuff. Like, I'm like oh, oh, my God. It's coming back to me. I'm like, this man is great. So, somehow we – oh, there she goes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there she goes. So, somehow we get back and we get to, like, he's, like, asking me if I have any, like, passions, which is, like, usually my question. Like, I usually ask people if they have, like, a passion project or anything they're really passionate about. And I was, like, oh, I produced a podcast in college. And he was, like, you produced a podcast? Like, what was it about? So I, like, tell him. It's about, like, openness and yada, yada, yada. And he's, like, that sounds amazing. Can I listen to it? And I was, like, eh. I mean, I guess, sure. Like, I was, like, it's on the internet. Like, he doesn't, like – it, what am I going to say? No. So I was like, yeah, it's, you can find it. Here's the name of it. So I'm thinking there's no way this kid's going to listen right now. Wrong. He texts, he like messaged me. I'm like, he's like, man, he was like, poor, poor, like Lindsay, everyone thought you got a nose job. And I was like, what? And then I remember that's what we talked about in the first episode. I'm like, oh my God, this kid's listening to the podcast. Oh my so God. So then I'm, like, having, like, a moment where I'm, like, fuck, what, what have I talked about on the podcast? I'm, like, oh, no. Like, what have I talked about? Like, what's embarrassing? Like, the first few episodes are a little rough. Like, we, we can acknowledge that. No, we can acknowledge that. We were, uh, we were all over the place. And we're still kind of all over the place. But as a little bit. But we weren't talking about – we're not talking about diphmos. I'm going to yes. keep bringing that up. Anyway, so, so then he asks the faded question. So do you, like, really believe in astrology? <laughs> I'm, like – like we talked about astrology on the podcast. I'm like, did we? I, I don't even remember. Maybe vaguely. Maybe we touched upon it. So I'm like, I mean, like, I don't make life-altering decisions based on my horoscope, but like, I'm a Libra. And I was like, so if you met me, you, I have Libra qualities. <laughs> so it's like late at night, so he doesn't answer. And I'm like, it's weird. I'm like, okay. Wake up the next morning. And I'm like, and I'm like, do I say something? Like, I was like, did I offend him by being a Libra? I was like, I don't know. So I send, an, the, like, the next 24 hours later, Lindsay or somebody was like, just say something else. So I was like, right. I was like, oh, like, I was like, lol, guess astrology isn't your thing, question mark? This man unmatches me. <laughs> Over fucking astrology. <laughs> 
This man unmatches me over astro. Are you kidding me? Over that astrology. Is a core ideology, if I ever heard one. Like, astro. That that was the final straw. <laughs> that was the final straw. Astrology. Not and that you I didn't even. And, and like it didn't even. Like you didn't even really have a strong opinion one way about it or no, another. I, like, are you kidding? Like it wasn't my like embarrassing jazz square or my like like my tendency to talk too loud when I'd been drinking. No, no, no. It was that I'm a Libra and that I like astrology occasionally. Yep. Put it in the books. Libras equal bad, equal mm-hmm. unmatch. So apparently. <laughs> so yes. I, you know. I wonder if men are into astrology. I know a few of my friends are, but that'd be a good poll to ask you people. Men, just men. Are you into astrology? We would like to know. No, I would. That's a genuine question. Well, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. No, and I agree. I think it's like... I I sent you that TikTok that compared astrology to fantasy football. No. So essentially, (laughs) the jar on TikTok said that she can't believe men make fun of us for astrology when they manage made-up football teams. (laughs) And I was like, true. You're you're right. Actually, I think I saw that on Twitter before I saw it on TikTok. Anyway. Eh? Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I don't remember why, what provoked me to bring up that story, but yes, that happened to me. (laughs) So yes, I can't wait to meet a boy in a normal way. My current method is I'm secretly hoping to meet a boy who has a dog while walking my foster dog. It's my dream. Because that'll be And then your dogs can fall in love too. Yes, that would be perfect. A double love story. Who who doesn't love that? No, it would be a dream. Like it would be a total dream, but alas. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think we're talking about strangers and like being vulnerable and then, you know. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You're and right. so if we wanted to like circle back to that, I think like my thing with strangers <laughs> is that right now I'm still living in my parents' house. <laughs> um so I don't necessarily want to tell them that like, hey, I'm gonna go out on a date with this person that I met like three days ago that I don't know, that you don't know, that no one knows. Um, See you, bye. And it's such a weird thing because I'm almost 23 years old, but like, because I live in my parents, under my parents' roof, it's, it's, it's weird. I like have to ask permission for things. I'm like, uh, anyway, like, I don't need to get into it now. Um, I think, you know, once I do move out that I, probably would be more willing to go on dates with strangers in the city but like as long as you know my roommate and my friends know my location I have a couple of friends in the city like I don't think that that would be a problem per se yeah and I mean since we breached it before and we're breaching it again here I think that it isn't most interesting and important to think about these like weird precautions when it comes to dating that are like a staple that we have just been conditioned to do when they're actually ridiculous they're uh, they're obscene like you shouldn't like fear for your life trying to go out on a date with like trying to meet someone you know like well the whole thing is like the fear that like even i walked home at like 6 p.m it's dark in the city and I, like, had a moment where I was, like, really looking around because I was alone. And they're, like, well, don't walk alone. But that's, like, 
that's kind of annoying that I can't walk anywhere alone at any time. Well, and I get like, I guess anybody really shouldn't walk alone, but like as a woman, it's like a lot, I don't know if it's a lot more dangerous is the right words, but like, well, it is. I think it, I, I'm not going to make up statistics off the top of my head, but I'm sure I could find some. We could Google. <laughs> I love No, Google. but definitely like I just remember being like, I texted the exact words, here's my location. If I move from here without letting you know and it's not my apartment, call me because that's not good. Right. And and that's scary. But like you have to like do those things. So, you know, I think it's uh, going on dates with strangers from dating apps. It's, it's very layered. And, you know, it's. And you kind of never know phys- what you're going to get. No, you don't. It's like the physical danger, like the vulnerability, the, the effort it is to like look nice for a date and then to have the social energy, especially nowadays to like have at least an hour long conversation with someone, like even if it's the worst thing ever. So there's so many layers that it, like, not that it's almost not worth it, but it feels hard. It, it, it's difficult. It just feels like I would love to meet someone in a natural way, like through a yoga studio that I go to. Maybe I join like a book club. Oh, I hope I you go meet to a live. hot, sweaty yoga man. That would be, I would love that for you with like big biceps. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes, heart. <laughs> I would love to meet someone in a normal way. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm such a people person that, like, not being able to, like, even smile at strangers on the street because they can't see me smile is, like, so sometimes, like, isolating. And so, like, right now I'm on a dating app pause, even though you just heard me open my hinge. It's been the first time in a while. Because if I'm not going to, like, if I can't, like, really put my effort into it and, like, I'm acting like this is, like, a big deal if i'm not really willing to do it like i'm not i don't want to waste anyone's time i don't want to waste my own time right exactly i don't want to waste my time either which is why like i haven't been on hinge and forever like right now it's just gonna take a lot of effort out of me that i don't necessarily have and uh, am i ever gonna like see these people so like if there's no intention that i'm gonna see the people that i'm talking with what's even the point kind of of talking to that my social battery is already so low that like, literally, sometimes I'm, like, I talk to people for, like, I talk to, like, someone on the phone for, like, 30 minutes, and I'm, like, oh, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> and this, yeah, is coming from, this is coming from someone who would, like, used to, like, be codependent on everyone in my life because I, like, being alone was, like, a scary thought. Right. No, absolutely. It's, I, I mean, like, even now, talking to you on this podcast, I'm, like, mm, time to wrap it up, Jessica. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I think I think now would be a good time to kind of bring it full circle and in just that dating, dating post grad, dating post grad in a pandemic is difficult and like everyone has their own particular struggles with it and I don't know. I, yeah, I, and I think like depending on like who you are and what kind of relationships you have in the past, it can add like weird layers where you like you feel like it's like there are so many layers too hard yeah because there's no there's no like small step and like I feel that and I feel that even as someone who finally took the step to go on a date I know you took so many steps I I would say you took at least like seven steps I would I think I like basically ran a mile like right okay better even better than seven steps <laughs> yeah but like you you can get there even if you're just thinking about it thinking about it is a step and I 
I encourage people who are feeling like it's too hard that if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I would love just to be like, you know what I would love? I would love just like a transcript of my life and all the cool things I did and just like everything about me, like, but not a resume, but like very similar to a resume that I could just like post out online and be like, what would your top three things be? Oh God. I don't know. Come on. Just try. What would your top three things be? Off the top of my head. This is so much pressure, Jessica. Um, Like if, if you could only tell someone three to five things about you to make their decision, what would you tell them? I have an answer for you. If you okay. Don't well, have an for I, I would say like huge music lover, like top. I would say in into sporty things like athletics. I would like run with them. Maybe you should see my face is disgust, but I am running. But like I would do that. Um, beer like I don't know is that like <laughs> like alcohol like yes that could be an answer I'm that's not sure on your choices that's, that's a like a one. hobby like going to breweries and wineries yes, it's like a great know, it's a great one. Oh, and like hiking like that's a that's a really cool thing that I like to do so I don't know like all of those things if you like that hit me up wink wink I am winking on camera <laughs> if this sounds like an eligible bachelorette for you you hit my line I will play Chris Harrison here Right. And ask Lindsay if she accepts your rose. Oh, that that's an interesting game. We should use the pod for uh matchmaking. Yeah. If you want to be matched <laughs> maked with Lindsay, hit my line. I'm ready and willing to matchmake. Um sorry, men. Only ladies. <laughs> only true. ladies. Only ladies at the moment. At the um, current juncture, only ladies. <laughs> She'll update you if her availability changes. Which it won't. What? Who said that? Um, Who said that? <laughs> um, if you want to know more about me, don't. No, I'm kidding. Not really. Anyway. <laughs> but I think that could be a fun idea. You're just like, here's my life personal resume. No, yeah. Let like, me know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Here are like four things that I like to do. And here are like three adjectives. And then you make up your own person and hopefully, I fit, hopefully I fit the bill. <laughs> right. I think the only logical way to wrap this up is for you to say your top three to five um i think like i'd have to put like an affectionate person up there because i think that is a very important quality that people must know about me can i add that to mine too of course thank and, you um i think i would why is it so hard for myself right it's it's hard like you should have been thinking about it while I was I mean, thinking No, I was, I was thinking about ones I would add to you just in case you – like I was going to say like another one I would add to you is you're a very – like a driven person, like both you know, like in your career and like you're very driven. And so I think that's another important one I would add to yours. But now because I was thinking about ones I would add to yours, I didn't think about ones for myself. My heart. I'm going to cry a little bit. That was sweet. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say affection, affectionate. Um. I, I really like to have good conversation. Oh, and cooking. I would put cooking on mine. Yeah. Um, and if I was going to give like a fun fact about my life, I guess I would talk about my TED Talk because that's like a fun Oh, that's fact. a good one. I would, um, I would add a couple things. You love pugs. We do love pugs. And th- you're passionate about like 
the things that you do that you love to do and like when you talk about getting your PhD and going to grad school and like all that I'm like oh my god she's like so excited it's so cute so anyway date us yeah and I like to travel so if you want to travel Lindsay I had a great post-grad trip in the works when the pandemic hit anyhow absolutely um, devastating absolutely devastating um but yeah so you, you could apply to data's that uh, this resume yes. process but yes. you must submit it like that we want to hear just things about you right and maybe like a picture like a quirky yeah. picture like something you're like fun yeah you doing something fun and no fish no right. fish fish no are fish. illegal you doing something that you love i think is another one so fun oh, or maybe this could be a fun little social media thing Liz- lizzie does Ooh. i think i don't know i think i think we should just yes i think people should submit applications of themselves and i think um all of our friends listening, I think you should all um, send out our applications to your friends and their friends. So anyway, Lindsay's starting a full matchmaking business during this episode. Um, Please date I, me. <laughs> but I think that's it for this episode of Sorry, We're Open. <laughs> I mean, yes, this was a chaotic episode but i loved it we did get deep we did have a lot of funny moments we told funny stories i hope the people that we told stories about uh, maybe i hope, I hope they, they listen. listen i hope they don't listen at all um, um but per usual if you're interested to be a guest you can contact us via instagram dm you can text me if you have my number you can email us at sorry we're open podcast at gmail.com you all should follow us on instagram at sorry we're open podcast um where we're having some fun content and that's it.